Hi, this is 100 Days a Year podcast. Our podcast because, well, you need another podcast. I'm Becky Fouché, here with my best friend, Jeremy Rabondo. And today, we're going to be talking about all the ways we lie. And the title of this episode is called, wait, what? So this podcast is really just a time for us to talk about the relationships in our life, how we understand them, how we process them, the scale by which we measure them, what we want from them, what we want to give in those relationships, and what they mean to us. And so if you are new to 100 Days a Year, we're so glad that you have decided to stop by, and we hope that you'll find something to bring into your relationships as well. Principles of Relationship Interpretation, Part 4. Being honest means we have to be honest about all the ways we lie. This is a topic, Becky, that you and I haven't really addressed as kind of like a singular, like self-encapsulated conversation. It just kind of permeates the way we talk about elements of the way we behave in relationships. So this is actually kind of a new conversation. And if some of our listeners, you know, remember, we've, we've kind of talked about the fact that the podcast, yes, it's about the relationships and all the, the ways we interact with them and assess them. But th- these are kind of like revisiting past conversations that you and I've had. Mm-hmm. So we really haven't had a, a full conversation just specifically about this, but it's something we talk about all the time mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a variety of ways. So I think that it's kind of necessary to realize that our basic human interactions have a lot to do with what we project to others as being who we are, Mm -hmm. which of course sounds pretty elementary, but like in so doing, we usually give somebody else a false impression of what we are or who we are. And we, project and give them the thing we think they want. So I think this starts with friendships. I think this starts with parents and growing up in, in, in our, in our homes. Mm -hmm. And I think it just starts to permeate our, our romantic relationships, our serious friend relationships, our interactions with authority, interactions with teachers at school, interactions, you know, with employers, with, with, Mm -hmm. with people we work with. And and I and I struggle with it because I think sometimes the way we act with people is is, is it's important to kind of not be super honest about every moment uh, all day long because <laughs> that can be kind of angular and right. offensive and I, I I think you know all honesty need not be spoken at every moment but I think it's important that we interact with people in a very honest way and you and I have talked about again projecting the thing we think other people want to see. And, and that is one of the ways in which we lie. Yeah, totally. I think we have this enormous desire to be liked and to be accepted. And in order to fulfill that desire, we perform. Yeah, you and I call it, you and I call it performing. <laughs> yeah, we call it performing. And, and, but like, why do we call it performing? Because you're putting on a different front in order to achieve a desired outcome. And in so doing, you're, you're not being yourself, right. at least all the time. Right. I mean, there may be elements of that quote-unquote performance that are you, but overall, it's, it's a performance. You're, mm-hmm. you're masking your real feelings, or you're deflecting, or you're projecting this idea of either who you want people to think you are, or who you, you want to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just a performance. It's not real. Right. So I think it's really important to understand. I think there's a couple of ways that we do this. Um, and one of them we've talked about before. We talked about it one of our first videos before the podcast started um, about being overly agreeable. Oh, we kind of yeah. hinted at that maybe in podcast one and two. But I think initial exchanges between friends uh, or initial exchanges between just others in a variety of, you know, relationship constructs kind of lend itself to that, Mm -hmm. especially for people who are intuitive, people who are like us, who want people to like them, but also want other people to be comfortable. I think we tend to be overly agreeable. I think that feeling of 
or, or that action of being overly agreeable is points to our own lack of self-confidence. I think it makes that person really, really small. Do you know what I mean? Like if you, like if, if, if you're trying to be someone else or you're trying to be agreeable or you're trying to mask who you really are, it's, you're really kind of saying that you don't feel comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, you don't feel comfortable being yourself. Yeah. And it, it kind of masquerades as kind of like humility and modesty and like wanting to be, wanting the other person to feel comfortable, but like wanting someone else to feel comfortable and feeling, yeah. feeling, you know, I don't know, just at peace with who you are and who they are. What, you know, why do we use this dishonesty? There's this honest mm-hmm. approach to, to establish that when I think maybe even a more honest conversation would be beneficial. So like let, scenario, let me give you a scenario. So like, let's say you started a new job and you're interacting with a coworker who works close by geographically, maybe in a cubicle next to you, or maybe someone you just have to interact with regularly before the day starts. You, you know, what, what harm would it be to say, look, this is, this is a new job. I want to do a good job. You're the person with whom I, I seem to interact the most in the beginning of the day. And I'm just, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate the, these few interactions. I think we're going to get along and I want to get along I, I mean, it, it kind of that's sweet. I know it kind of feels like it's almost almost a little overbearing because not a whole lot of people talk like this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we always say? That type of that type of, of of confidence is really attractive. Yeah, but it's at the same time intimidating. Yeah, kind of overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> even if you're even if you're projecting like your own obvious insecurity by saying like, "Hey, I'm kind of nervous. You know, can you maybe sit with me at lunch?" Sure. It's like you're you're basically telling that person, hey, I'm scared. But right. the fact that, number one, the fact that you're aware, and then number two, the fact that you can have the courage to tell that to a stranger right. is kind of weird, but it's like, it's strangely attractive. And refreshing, yeah. I think. The other person might just be like, uh, it's 7.45 in the morning and I'm just <laughs> trying to make a copy. Like, can we just not do this right now? But yeah. I, but no, I'm, right. I'm kidding. Um, I think, it, I th- but I think it's right. I think you're right. Um, I, I think we should try to do more of those types of things. And if, if you know, anyone's listening who, re, you know, interacts with people who behave like that and kind of control that moment mm-hmm. with, like, really, uh, you know, some self-effacing honesty, not not, yeah. in a, not, in a, not in a bad way where they're criticizing themselves, but just saying, hey, I'm new, or hey, this is going to be a hard day because I have to stay two hours to prepare for a presentation for tomorrow, and I'm, and I don't really know how to like yeah. hook up the AV. And someone told me I have to do this because that person's out of the office today. I hate to impose on you, but, right. but maybe I can bring you some coffee, and you can take a little bit of time out of your lunch and just kind of show me if you've done this before. You know, and you're empowering again, empowering someone to help you, and you're being super honest in the process. And and I I think I um, love that. You know, I, I I just think doing other than that, like trying to be cool, trying to be like, you know, hey. Oh. I you know you know it's just it's just yeah because you're you're like adding more stress for yourself at that point and they don't know you you're depriving yeah. them from knowing you and mm-hmm. you basically you're also creating an opportunity or excuse me creating a situation where you can't know them as well either and is this going to work every time no <laughs> you know is it going to work sometimes I hope there's going to be some some Stanley Hudson's that right. are going <laughs> to write you off <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, so I think, I think that's one of the ways, one of the ways that we lie. Um, can you think of another? I mean, it uh, doesn't have to necessarily be uh, initial interactions with others. I think it, another way we lie is um, we, we sometimes write off our feelings as quote unquote, not big deals. So, mm. and I think that's because we don't want to inconvenience someone else. Although I think, I think it's, um, I don't think it's that noble, you know? Yeah. yeah. Can you paint me a scenario? Yeah. I mean, I mean, so like, let's say, let's say I was feeling sensitive about a a certain topic and you kind of made a, a, a very small joke about that topic. And, and maybe in, in, in that moment where I'm sensitive, it's a really big deal. Maybe if I uh, wasn't feeling sensitive in that particular moment about it, right. then I would be able to laugh with you and kind of take one for the team. Right. 
or just let let that let that let that moment pass. Yeah, because that's maybe not something I yeah. normally say. Maybe not right. something I not or or even if it is, maybe just like you said, you said you feel unusually sensitive. So you know, in in most any other time of the right. day or in any other circumstance, it wouldn't be a big deal. But for whatever reason, it's rubbing mm-hmm. you the wrong way. Right. And you and I have done this. I mean, I mean, yeah, we, we do this. Yeah. Normal people do this. Normal people do this, and and you just don't. The other person is not trying to be mean to you and they're not trying to pick at you but for whatever reason I mean maybe and it could be a number of things you know maybe I had just got a text from someone about that sensitive topic or maybe I have you know I have this difficult conversation I have to have with someone after work and 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 you're you're talking to me about this sensitive topic and for but whatever the reason right you know I'm being sensitive you say a joke and in that sensitive moment it really, really hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. And people like you and me, when our when our feelings are hurt, <laughs> they're hurt. Right. And, and we're not good actors. We're not good actors. <laughs> At least to each other. And, <laughs> right. Um and I and you know, in any other moment it would have been it would have been funny, it would have been okay. And I and I think I think it's important to go to that person and say, Hey, like that comment actually hurt my feelings and 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 I know that you you know, I know you may not have meant it in any way, but it really hurt my feelings. And right. I think if you fail to do that, I think if you fail to be honest and tell them that it actually hurt your feelings, you're lying. Mm-hmm. And it might create a situation where you actually trust them less in the future, which is really strange. Yeah. Because you've tried to let them, you tried to give them a pass because you, you, you're you pretty sure what that you knew that they didn't have any intent to hurt you. Right. But it, And you know that in that moment, like, I'm just... I would have, for whatever reason, I'm being overly sensitive. I wouldn't normally get hurt by this, but you do anyway. And and maybe just say, you could always say something even a little bit more detailed than what you suggested. I'm just thinking about what I might do mm-hmm. and just say, hey, you hurt my feelings. Normally this would not matter. I don't really know why this matters today. I don't know why this thing has affected yeah. me, but like, I don't want it to affect us. Right. Because nothing, nothing has happened between you and mm-hmm. me. It's just the statement that was made. So I'm actually coming to you and I'm saying, I'm, I'm just letting you know about this and just saying, yeah, don't change. Don't, you don't really need to worry about changing. I'm just like, I just want us to connect and make sure that yeah. we can clear this out. And I think the other person I can like hear, I can, I can like hear this arbitrary person talking back to me in that moment. I can hear them saying, you know, giving me the big eyes and saying like, why are you telling me this if it's not a big deal? Right. Or if you're, or, or not, not that it's not a big deal, but why are you telling me this if you know I didn't mean this and now you're creating right. a problem? And, and I think in those moments, it's really more for us mm-hmm. so that we don't harbor right. anger the rest of the day. Or that we don't, or or that we just don't obsess over the issue for the rest of the day, wondering, oh my gosh, did they really mean that comment? Or, you know, I really, this is a bummer because I actually had something I did want to talk to them about, and now I feel judged. Right, or now you feel really self-conscious about going to them in another another way if you needed them later in the day. Mm -hmm. So, like, how do you, you know, really, but how do we speak to this in in a in a in a graceful, charitable way so that you give them the opportunity to just be like, hey, we're good, you know. And, yeah. and, and just say this isn't what I meant because, like you said, you know, you certainly don't want to create. Right. You certainly don't want to create an issue. Well, I um, think that's exactly not one. I think that's exactly what we're what we're talking about. I think you really just have to be honest and tell them exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Tell them and, and provide affirmation and support mm-hmm. as you're as you're telling them. So you're kind of like you're kind of like this sounds terrible, but like bubble wrapping them. You're kind of bracing them for something that they may be defensive about. <laughs> or for future interactions with you. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Right. Sometimes uh, I am sensitive, so yeah. get hey. ready. Yeah. Hey, I'm a person with feelings, and just so you know, sometimes my feelings get hurt right. with, without... But some t- but I'm rational and understand right. that this kind of can seem pretty overwhelming to someone who has no idea. You know. And I think decent people will, will respect yeah, that. Yeah, I think so too. We 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 talk about this all the time. We we have we need to have more faith in people. Yeah. And give them more power to 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 show us, you know, their own ability right. to 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 love and care for us. You know. And I I think it may be really easy for the other person to get defensive, mm-hmm. and to say, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this person is that sensitive," and and I was just making a joke and. You know, they might they might pull a Michael Scott and say, I guess I can't tell jokes anymore in the office. <laughs> I got the office on the brain. I guess so. I've been watching so much. But but you know, I I think some people may 
be tempted to turn that on you. But I think really decent people who are worth investing in, who are worth building relationships with, will think about it and go, you know what, that person is sensitive. And why would I not be charitable and accept that what that they're coming to me because they don't they they're just coming to me because they don't want there to be an issue. Mm-hmm. I think a decent person would be charitable in that moment. Okay, right. What what about times we're switching gears just a little bit where we lie because not because we're speaking uh you know a lack of truth or not because we're withholding details although I do want to get to that in a second. Mm. But maybe we're maybe some of our listeners and of course you and me as well like something happens with a relationship and the communication ceases it just stops so oh yeah you know and and i don't that's not like a technique that i i use you know where i just stop like do a cold stop don't talk to people mm-hmm. as a as a way to punish them but i know some do mm-hmm. so like that to me seems like a real, uh, a highly punitive measure when, when truth could be spoken, uh, to to repair a relationship, and so, and the lie might be that, the relationship is not repairable, mm-hmm. it's somehow irreparable, mm-hmm. and instead of saying, look, you know, this is the fifth or sixth time we've had this interaction, we really disagree about it. I don't mean you any harm. I just think we need to just leave this topic off limits or, you know, find a way yeah. to interact less and or interact less and less, less intense ways. If those, you know, if that affects our relationship. And, and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because you and I talk a lot about how it's so important to, to be decent yeah. to people and punishing someone by withholding com- com- communication from them mm. when you, they need it or even you need it with them is really, really important. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes lying is when we choose more punitive ways to communicate. Um, yeah. When a conversation would do. Why do you think that is? Do you think we just don't want to be... What, what what is the issue is it that is it self-protection or is it we just don't want to go into that sensitive area i think communication is hard communication is hard and we're sensitive and i think it's everything and all of the above what you said i think about difficult conversations that you know you and i've even had and and we have a what i feel is an extremely unusually uh, unusual openness you know mm-hmm. for being able to talk about anything and everything but sometimes in the moment where we're sensitive, we just decide that shutting down and withholding communication for even if it's just for a few moments just seems to be the appropriate response when we realize, look, this is just kind of like I'm punishing you. I'm punishing you. I'm not giving you a chance to take care of me <laughs> because guess what? I obviously don't think you can. <laughs> right. Or I'm upset. I'm angry instead yeah. of communicating honestly. And it's OK to communicate anger. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> That could be a topic on its own. That could be a topic on its own. But I think I think we just feel like we need to take it. I think so much of our personality type and temperament just kind of thinks we need to take it. But I think depriving someone of honest communication is a, is a lie. Yeah. When Even if the goal can't be immediate repair, I think withholding information can be a big, big fat lie. It's almost as if we feel that the other person shouldn't be responsible for our sensitivity. And in so doing, we just kind of decide that they shouldn't have any place in being close or taking care of us. Right. Cause if they didn't know we were going to be sensitive, if they didn't yeah. know they were going to hurt our feelings, that means must mean that they really don't care about us. They really don't love us. So fine. I'm just going to push you out. Ugh. I'm just going to push you out. Yeah. Even for today, I might just push you out a little further. Yeah. It's so selfish and so horrible, but it's what sensitive people do. And why can I say that? Cause I are one, you know what I mean? This is, <laughs> this is, this is a temptation of mine. Yeah. But I think it, it, it goes directly in, it's it's just a direct contradiction to what I feel is like one of the most important things for me to always be able to do. And I'm not perfect at this by any means, but like, I, I feel like no matter what the tension and what the argument or what the, you know, whatever happens, it's like, I feel like I've got to be decent because I'm going to regret if I don't. You are very good at this. Well, to you, <laughs> maybe not to some others, and I'm, but I'm, but I'm, I'm working on that. 
but you know, it's really, really, I think that's really, really important. So I think that's another way we lie. Um, what a, I just want to say one, yeah, I just want to say one thing about, about that little title. You know, this is a podcast on, or this particular episode is all the ways we lie. It's almost like, I think we have this idea that lying is very active and intentional and very with purpose, very, you know, like we're choosing to, we're choosing to, to lie to someone, we're choosing to be dishonest. And I, I just think it's not always the case. I think the reasons why we lie sometimes are just, we just don't want to get hurt. Or what if it's, okay, can I give it less yeah, virtue? Yeah. What if it's just because we're tired? Yeah. Or we're bored? Or it's like, oh, I just don't want to deal with this right now. Yeah. Which seems like an appropriate response, but it's it's not. It seems it could even be loving and kind to just give a little lie. You know, a direct lie. You're right. So, like, what you're saying, you know, sometimes it makes us tired. We're really just choosing not to be close in those moments. So, in order to be close, guess what? Sometimes you're going to get tired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about relationships we've had where we have gotten tired so many times in a row yeah. over the same topic so oh, many gosh. times in a row. And so, after trying unsuccessfully with that person to get into the topic Mm -hmm. or to get into the topic in a new way where we don't have to get angry like always happens or to get frustrated like always happens you try to start talking about it and you set some ground rules like we're just going to talk about this aspect we're not going to talk very long we're just going to approach this again Um, and then the attempt is made and then of course that it arises uh, where it always goes and then you feel like why do I bother and then what makes it or what compounds the hurt or what compounds the desire to maybe to lie is when there's this long history of just not getting anywhere anywhere oh gosh, yeah. and so what you then decide to do is to say that's uh, not worth it I'm not gonna deal with it anymore so this lie so, so this lie really is not necessarily because oh well I didn't even think about this where you're like maybe where your partner or your friend asked yeah. comes to you and asks to talk about something and you're like oh that's we've settled that oh gosh yeah that's not it an issue to... anymore yeah because you just the work is too hard it, like I said it goes to the laziness goes to the because um, that's really what it is it's laziness yeah. and laziness is selfishness but it yeah. goes it goes to the fact that you're just tired you don't want to deal with it anymore I'm sure everybody listening can identify with this and I know you and I can, but we've, we've been in relationships before where our, it seemed like our choices were to express our sensitivity and create a fire (laughs) or, or, or if, if it, you know, we've done that 17 times since, since last Thursday, we just want to have a good day. So we lie and we, 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 we hide how we really feel about something the other person is doing because we just want to have a good day and we're tired of being we're tired of causing them stress and telling and having them tell us they can't fix us or yeah or we're tired of like an initial interaction in the day that that turns into a disappointment because they didn't respond how we wanted them to it's like here we are in the cycle all day long and it's 8 30 and i'm on my way to work and hell I, on earth and i feel like i'm in hell and i'm going to be trapped here until i can somehow shake it it's just the worst it is the worst it's the worst it is the worst so you know i feel like we're always coming to the place in these conversations where we just you have you have a couple things that we you just need to, we just need to keep in mind one it's really important to be with people and that are our people that feel like yeah. we do and understand who we are. Or that are just willing to accept that we're right. that way. Yeah, right. And just be like, you know what? I, I know we've talked about this a bunch of times, but I'm willing to talk about it with you again. Yeah. I'm going to try to come to a different point of view if I can, but I might not be able to. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, this this kind of honesty is super refreshing and yeah. just doesn't happen. Right? Gosh, so yeah. Right? When you and I, who feel like we just are so close on so many issues about this, you know, see things the same way. We have to fight to interject those comments before yeah. things go south. And honestly, that that confidence is like it's like super sexy. It, well, it is super it's sexy. Super sexy. But like, I think it would help 
you know, if someone responded that way to us as we were about to enter into a difficult top topic, I think we might be more predisposed to relaxing and letting some of the tension go. And then we would, yeah. we wouldn't feel like we needed to get our defenses up, which raises our energy, mm-hmm. which raises our willingness to like minimize our feelings and present a different version of ourselves than we are in that moment, which is a big fat lie. Right. Because how many times do we try to convert people in those moments? Mm. Like, I want you to get me so bad. I just, I'm sensitive. And why can't you just accept that instead of like preparing for them, the conversation ahead of time, like you said, and just saying, Hey, can we just talk here? Here are the parameters of the discussion. I just need your attention for these types of things. Can you give that to me? Like that's, that's pretty charitable. Yeah. And I think that's a much better strategy than just mm. going to going to someone who may not be all the way like you and just kind of exploding. Right. Because they're not going to know what to do. But if you give them kind of a guideline, mm-hmm. then they're more. I think that's I think that's important because one of the things that I've said to you and we've had to have difficult conversations, which I'll stop saying to you or I've already stopped saying to you is, Becky, this is going to be in a real intense and maybe difficult moment. And it's like, I'm trying to prepare your expectations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, uh-oh, what's coming? You know, and I think it might be better just to say something to the effect of, I want to talk about this thing we've talked about before. You and I have to- different feelings on it. Yeah. But it's like, I can't escape this feeling in this moment. Mm-hmm. Can you just give me some time and just connect with me? Yeah. And 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 then if you if we can do that, then even if we can't arrive at some solution, I feel as though your willingness to connect with me almost like supersedes the solution itself because I feel in that moment you're you're caring about me and you're connecting with me and that's really all I need because I don't want to feel alone with this tension or this idea that you um won't connect with me on yeah right so instead of like saying hey I want to have a good day and I'm just going to pretend that that you know, what you said last night didn't bother me, or I'm Ugh. I'm going to pretend that this text you sent me when I said, hey, what are we doing for dinner? You know, whatever, fill in the blank. But like starting one's day, like, oh, gosh. At, you know, already minus points for the day. It's the worst. It's and, the worst. And, uh, but sometimes you just, you just need to like tell someone, hey, you're having a day and we need to talk when, when we get home or whatever. And, and just say, I'm ready to have a good productive conversation and it's not going to be terribly crazy, but I just want to connect. Yeah. There's so much love there mm-hmm. when that happens. But it's hard. It's hard. It's definitely hard, you know? but it really gives the other person an opportunity to love you. Mm-hmm. And people that love you will do that. They right. will They will, They will. will hold your hand and listen to you. And and we know some of the, the, the topics and subjects that we've dealt with are pretty heavy. Yeah. And we know, you can only imagine that people who are listening are thinking, well, like, look, Jeremy or Becky, you don't understand, like, my relative has cancer, and I feel like I need to spend large amounts of time with them, and they're in a city that's far away, but then your partner has children that he or she needs to take care of while you're gone. I mean, there are complexities here that Mm -hmm. I don't want people to feel like we're not thinking about, but because it it can be difficult in a way that that I don't understand, but I, I just think... There is no situation that's too great or too stressful or too potentially, you know, hurt causing where honesty can't be a tool. Absolutely. Because minimizing your feelings, sucking it up, not telling someone that their unavailability emotionally is hurting you is just a lie. And it's yeah. and it, it's it's going to breed contempt and resentment and it's going to implode. And quite frankly, it creates more work for you. Yeah, and that's yeah, you're right. If you try if you try to do everything by yourself when in those moments when you're really fragile and sensitive, you're going to explode. And and that that creates a new a, a whole other problem, mm-hmm. right? Cuz then you've kind of created this chasm between you and the person you love. So it it lessens the burden for you mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, I'm really fragile in this moment and I need your attention right now." And I need you to, to give me some affirmation or to give me X, Y, or Z. I think mm-hmm. that's lessening the burden for you, but it's also preserving the relationship. Yeah. How about, how about one last topic in this category? What do, what do we do? 
because I think people who share our temperament, we feel like we're natural discoverers of people's motives and intentions. Oh, yeah. So what do we do when we perceive that someone is lying to us? And it could be <laughs> it could be as simple as like, you know, you have a first date and there's a lot of flattery or yeah. there's a first interaction with a new colleague at work. And there's a lot of that over agreeable you know, you know, kind of state or there, you know, think about all the times where you, or, or someone you just, maybe you've had a good speech or you've just had a good meeting and someone comes up to you and they're like, Hey, this was really, really good. But you're, you know, this person and you know that, uh, you just can't trust it. Like, what do you do when you feel like people are, are lying to you? Because I'll tell you my inclination is that to, to just not let them in at all. What, oh, yeah. When in fact, I think it's possible that some of those people just don't know or haven't thought like we have thought about it, just don't know how to get in. So mm. flattery is easy and it kind of says, if the motive is there, right? Like you, you, there's no way to judge that because you and I aren't marine readers and people with our temperaments is as intuitive as we feel um, about you know, other people's motives and intentions. We don't know. You know, we can't read oh, minds. Yeah. So like, some people may feel that that's the only way to get in and say, hey, I receive you, I accept you. So. I think it's it's, it, it's an area of just testing that person. And I don't mean that in a, in, in a way where you're, you're, you're sitting on this pedestal and they're a peasant. They're coming to you with all of these attempts to get close to you. But I mean, I think there are, are some elements of, of testing that have to go into it. You know, like you said, if it's something as simple as, excessive flattery from a date or from a coworker, and you may you may ask yourself okay is this is this date just trying to get a second date or is this coworker just trying to get on on the good on the good side or 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 because they you know they're trying to like build a rapport with me so that they can use me later or just as simple as saying hey i want you to like me so here's my only here's my here's the only tool i have in my arsenal i don't have honesty but i have flattery right and i think (laughs) you can i think I think you, and in this case would be you and I, Jeremy, but I think in those, in those moments we can hold all those thoughts in our heads and kind of say, okay, all of these are possible. Let me gauge by, let me, let me gauge all of these things against the behavior that this person presents every other time that I interact yeah. with them or every other time that I see them interact with someone else. Mm-hmm. And let me, let me kind of analyze this data mm-hmm. and determine their true motive and of course you can't know someone's true motive and we're not we're not saying that we're like mind readers or psychics or anything um but i but i think i think that's what we can do in those moments we may say you know they may be trying to use us or they may be really trying to get to know us and like you said this is the only way they know how yeah and i think it's possible to hold both those things in our heads and to give them multiple chances to prove their true intent Mm -hmm. Which kind of sounds a little arrogant, but it's not. And that's not what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying No, at all. I mean, it's like if if we're going to say that the way we like relationships and the way the, the relationships that we have, the reason they're meaningful is because of the direct honesty yes. and, they, and for the communication to be extremely thoughtful and nuanced and for them to just constantly and relentlessly pursue us mm-hmm. in their understanding of us. You know, we, 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 and we have said this already in a, in a previous episode that we like have to vet people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to let them in because we do, we want to be close to people and, and like, whether it's a coworker or it's your boss or it's, you know, it's a, it's a new friend that a member of your friend group introduced you to, you know, we want, we want to be, we want to care for others and we want those people to care mm-hmm. for us and we want to kind of put them into a category we we can convert them into friends and then yeah. close friends so i mean i think it comes from a good place but i think you know we have to remember to be charitable too because Absolutely. sometimes sometimes you know you know i think flattery is easy and yeah. i think but i think sometimes that's that's the only tool some people have and that i'm not trying to be arrogant i'm just saying i i, I know people like this mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they're and they're sweet and they're mm-hmm. wonderful. They just are scared to be honest. Yeah. And, but flattery is something they can do. Exactly. Right. Like there's a there's a real genuine rich person inside. Right. But but if you discount all flattery, you know, yeah. in any form by thinking, "Hey, if you really wanted to get close to me, you would have reached out when you knew this other thing had happened and I yeah. sent this email inviting you to help, you know, who knows. We're we're complicated and crazy sometimes, but 
Mm. Sometimes, uh, you know, th- these are really low friction ways that, that people who don't have an excessive amount of relationship tools can just kind of get in and express that. And I, I think we have to be charitable and afford them that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I believe the truth always comes out. I think that if, if they're not, um, if they're not as serious about getting to know us, it, it definitely becomes mm-hmm. apparent. But, um, but I think more times than not, people, like you said, they just don't, they may not have that in their, in their toolbox and, and they may really be a, a, a good, decent person who, who wants to love on you. They just right. may not know how. Right. And that's okay. It is okay. Yeah. I, I think it's so important when we talk about all the ways we lie. And of course, in like 35 minutes, there's no way to like talk about all the ways. But <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's realizing that sometimes we lie because it's easy. Sometimes we lie because we don't want to deal with something. Sometimes we lie because we don't feel like the person who's interacting with us is owed the truth by us. I mean, Ooh. we can be selfish. You know, I'm just, so I'm just saying there are a lot of ways that we lie. And, and sometimes it's as simple as wanting someone to like us. Like we talked about yeah. first and projecting this image that we think they want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, in, you know, we're going to deal with this in other episodes, I'm sure. But it's just more difficult in the short term. At least it feels like it's more difficult to be honest right away. But it just is easier in the long term because people know how to deal with us they know what we're about right um and being accessible and available and transparent is just like you said it's it's attractive and it's so much more freeing right because then you can it gives you the opportunity to just be just to be yourself and to be to be true even though there are certain times of the day or the week or the month when we're experiencing angst or difficulties where we just want to take the easy way out but it's just fighting that yeah, then you're you're compromising the quality of something wonderful at that mm-hmm. point. So, because really, if we want quality relationships, honesty is required, and and part of being honest is being honest and acknowledging all the ways which we're prone to be deceptive. Yeah. And one of the things we didn't hit on, and that I that we've already talked about talking about in a future podcast, is our relationships with our families, and and the type of temptation it is to be deceptive not necessarily lying to them but 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 not equipping them with all of our thoughts and feelings about things mm-hmm. it's just really challenging mm-hmm. um and and th- this goes to our close friend groups too right because at that point we're basically painting a different story and asking them to accept it or not accept or it and like you know we're kind of painting the the pathway and we're asking them to paint all the flowers in the sky and right and, <laughs> and, and we've deprived them of the information that that will help them to understand the situation more fully. Right. So, right. Yeah. So uh, I, I hate to think of myself as a liar. I hate to think of myself as someone who likes to be deceptive, but I think it's a natural human interaction or natural human inclination rather. Um, because sometimes we just want a friction free day. And I think a lot of times I, I know, at least for myself, I didn't really, process these things until you and I started talking mm-hmm. about them. So I think it, a lot of it is just being aware that you may have those tendencies and being aware of your actions. Yeah. And I think we all do have those tendencies. I mean, I think it's just, it, it all, it behooves us to look a little bit more closely at, at specific actions and mm-hmm. go, well, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. That's what I do when I just want to get through this moment mm-hmm. easier. Or that's what I do when I just can't mm-hmm. discuss this issue yeah. with him or with her today. And then the next question is, how can I reroute? How can I get back on the the honesty and closeness path? Right. I, and, and I think the answer to that, although I'm oversimplifying it, is like it has to be now, it has to be immediate, and it has to be yeah. fully, exactly right now. Mm-hmm. Because the longer things go, and I know some of you are feeling this with me, but the longer things go without a full accounting of the details that will help others understand you, the completely crazy nature of what you're expecting from them and the conflicts that you're indirectly or sometimes directly creating is going to make the relationship that actually exists between you and and this person almost impossible potentially Mm -hmm. so that's why it has to be immediate and Mm -hmm. fully but look this is this has been good we've hardly touched it i'm sure we'll come back to it um 
but we we have to be really careful and cognizant of the way in which we 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 lie yeah this is great this helps me these conversations always help me this helps me too so becky what's uh what's next well we've reached the point in the podcast where we talk about what we are grateful for i love that we do this at the end of every episode don't you love it yeah it's good it's a good exercise well i'll start today okay so i'm really just thankful today for all of my my basic needs in life being met every single day um and i i i I don't mean to understate that i just i'm really grateful for running water and a bed to sleep in and food Mm-hmm. And no, you said this yesterday. Yeah. Remember when we went to the grocery store and then we yeah. came out and you were saying, "Hey, I don't need yogurt to live, but I just yeah. like it and I'm able to buy it." I'm really yeah, I'm really grateful that I and, have the means just to say, "Oh my gosh, I I really want some coconut Greek yogurt because it's like my fave." I think I'm just gonna go get some. I'm I'm just really grateful because um, I know that's a luxury and and it's not it's not lost on me. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I'm grateful for today. What about you? That's interesting. You were you were saying that because you know if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you you know that these are re- these are not rehearsed on purpose, because I I don't know I feel like they sh- that spontaneity kind of creates a realness of you know for our confessions of love and our expressions of gratitude. But I was thinking that I'm grateful for the luxury of time mm. to be able to actually think about my relationships. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. You know we've talked about this before. Yes. And I'm not out having to hunt and gather mm-hmm. my food. And for those of you who are laughing, it's true. And I, and I, you, you know, being able to like reflect upon the way I am with people, the way I behave, what is important to me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what is important to the people I care about most. Mm-hmm. It's really a luxury. It's, it's yeah. really a privilege to be able to, to, to have the time to actually do that and to have you know, even the length of years to put these things into practice where you can actually see, um, you know, the challenges that you might have had kind of lessen and like success emerge. So, you know, just the luxury of time is, is, is what I'm, what I'm grateful for today. Yeah. And something Jeremy says a lot is, um, people live short, miserable lives all through history. It's just, a. <laughs> There's a it, it's it's very sad, but yeah, a lot of people have sad. have you know a lot of periods in history have been predominated by people living short, painful, or miserable yeah, lives. People just trying to survive, right, and not being able to, yeah. you know, running running from awful things, right. Uh, and and I, I I'm so glad we live uh, in 2020, and that's not to you yeah. know t- 2020 is not a panacea of everything that's good and wonderful, but. There are a lot of great things about about just this time in history yeah, where we definitely. have time to to concentrate on you know on the things that we care about, and part of that is being introspective and and just mm-hmm. the the nature of self improvement. Yeah, well. right. Asking yourself, how can I get better? Right. How can I how can I be better to my my neighbor? How can I treat the people I love the most yeah. better? How can I how can I become more content? How can I express gratitude better? How can I find ways to tell the people I love? more fully and more accurately that I love them. Um, Gosh, that really is a luxury. It is a luxury. So. Love that. Love that. Yeah, thanks. I I mean, I didn't think of that, but you know what I mean. No, no. (laughs) It's it's, it's, so, it's. That's a, that's a podcast on its own. I mean, that's, that's a whole discussion, but. Uh, You know, we could be thankful for those things which are, you know, exalted and grandiose or we can think of, you know, or we can be grateful for those things which are just simple, but oh so important. Yeah, running water and, and, and time to think about how we can yeah. love people better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So. Well, we have now reached the, the next part yeah. and the final part of the, of the podcast where um, we do our confessions of love. And and if you've, if you've been listening to um, 100 Days a Year for a while, you know that we, we end each podcast with reasons why we love each other. And if this is your first time... Um, well, welcome. <laughs> this is kind of a, I I feel like this is uh this is pr- kind of an uncommon thing. It is. People usually you <laughs> I'm sure some of you can relate. I mean, you may get an I love you from someone in your life, maybe on your birthday or when you graduate college or mm-hmm. or something. So, it, and it's really so it's really special to have a moment where we tell each other 
why we love each other. I think, right. I personally think it's really sweet. Right. And it's, it's not this, you know, I, I, when I know what Becky's saying, it, it doesn't make us better. But what I think we've decided is that this makes our quality of life better. Yeah. And it causes us to think about and articulate those things which matter to us about the other person. Yeah. And it makes, I don't, even though we're, we're doing this at a specific time in the podcast on a day, where are we recording? It, <laughs> it's still super special. Right. And I, and I, and I hope that, you know, each one of you can, can do this to, you know, do this with the people you love the most. Cause I, there's something just so rewarding about yeah. it. Yeah. Or even if I, I don't mean to turn this into a, 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 you know, here's a quick and easy way to do this, but, but here I am, here's a quick and easy way to do this. I mean, it could be as simple as writing somebody a letter and telling them, um, a reason why they've, they've made your life better. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you struggle to emote, that's a great place to start. Yeah. And a lot of people like to write because it helps yeah. them process. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily a, a written processor, but I mean, I, we both know people who yeah. need to write things down, write yeah. their thoughts and feelings down and it helps Absolutely. them. So yeah, uh, writing and sending a, a thank you note or a, a kind of love letter to someone yeah. might be a really, might be an, excuse me, an easier way, yeah. not an easy way, but an easier way to kind of articulate what you mean. Right. But, um, I know that even like 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 little post-it notes that say I love you are just so special. So right. it's, or or something you had done. I'm going to brag on Becky. Sorry, this is turning, I actually the, don't know what he's th- going to th- say. This is turning into a, its own <laughs> podcast episode. But but Becky told me that there was a time in the past and she actually you know did this for a while and being vague on purpose, but you were sending anonymous notes to people to help and brighten their day. Oh, I, Re- remember yeah. that? Oh my gosh! And and I thought that's you. You'll never know how they felt about it. Yeah. Um, but you just you felt that was important because they had done something or you had seen something. Because people need that. People do need Some that. Some people don't have people in their life to tell them all the things that they're doing right. No. And 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 people perform better. I, that sounds so technical. I people. People are better when 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 they're encouraged. Yeah, I mean, don't you think so? Absolutely. People need to know that somebody sees them and and right. And don't even cares. get me don't even get me started on the fact that like written letter is like a lost art. And if oh you, gosh! If you do this for someone, you are you become the exception in their life. <laughs> well, you and I both have sure. save every single card we receive. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone else listening is is pretty much the same because written written words are getting so rarer. So special. Are more and more rare, and uh, nonetheless. Uh, extremely well meaningful because of that yeah so okay so confessions of love so i'll start okay so a reason why i love you today is because you just today sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm not minimizing it just today tomorrow this reason won't exist Eh, (laughs) (laughs) but a reason i love you today is because you tell me what you need from me and i love this because you equip me with the tools that i need to love you better which in turn makes our relationship better and um i i love that we have that kind of back and forth where we can again here i go being technical but you can kind of box up what you need from me and you give it to me and say you know you're kind of placing an order saying this is Mm -hmm. what i need can you give this and i'm saying i'm saying okay i see the value in that it makes you better and in in turn makes us better so Mm -hmm. why would i not why would i not give you that mm-hmm. and um I, I love that that i love that we have that type of communication where we mm-hmm. can um be honest about what we need from each other and and that you're you're willing to tell me what you need yeah it's it's again i feel like you and i are in the same wavelength today and by the way i love that <laughs> i do love that creating a, a blueprint so and again to, to use your word that sounds so you know unlo- kind of un uninspiring and technical but when you tell someone what you need it puts you in a really vulnerable place you feel like you shouldn't even do it but then again when you don't do it you're expecting the other person to be a mind reader and so you and i have gotten thankfully Mm. thankfully gotten past that Mm -hmm. most of the time Mm -hmm. but where i say hey this is what i'm going through this is what i need please connect with me and you and you do that so my confession of love to you is exactly the inverse uh, of or the compliment to what you were saying to me and that is you really let me do that um you really let me say hey this is what i need um i really want to connect with you on that and you are just able to stop 
and 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 go okay let's talk about this and i appreciate you telling me what i can do um and let's do it and then it's better it, yeah. it, it feels kind of constructed and, and, and it doesn't feel spontaneous. And I don't know why we feel like spontaneous always equals more sincerity. But, it, you know, when we're trying to describe how we feel about yeah. somebody, but it doesn't. You, I'm creating a road, I'm yes. creating a pathway, yes. a, a, you know, literally a path to like making it work for, for me today and work for us. And, and you follow that. No, yeah. good, good. Yeah. I, I was just going to, I was just going to say, and it, it, it alleviates pressure. Right. You don't have to do any mind reading. No. And you don't have to wonder, oh my gosh, why, why is this scenario happening yet again? You know, why is, why can't we get each other? Why can't we, why, why, why are we so stuck in this moment? And so when the, when the other, like when you tell me like what you need from me, I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, absolutely. I would give that. Right. It's easy. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it becomes it, easier it, at that yeah. point. Right. Then you're not left wondering, why is this happening? Right. Why can't I act right. differently? Or, or why Why is this coming up a third and fourth time? Yeah. But when you know exactly what, what you need or what that person needs from you, yeah. you're just, you're, you're making the situation right. easier. And to, and to maybe let, let everybody in just a little bit more fully, because we do speak abstractly a lot, but sometimes like Becky and I have this issue that we talk about kind of more or less continually. And I will say, look, I don't need you to fix this. Mm-hmm. I just need you to listen. Just right. lis- listen to me again mm-hmm. and and just let me process mm-hmm. and just be here and be in this moment with me. And that's going to help me. Yeah. And it's it sounds extremely basic, uh, but it works so well. It's not complicated at that point. No, but it, it would have been complicated right. if I would have just said, OK, read my mind. Oh. Or like, you know, I mean, not that I, you would say that, but like when someone's, yeah. when you would be like, approach me, what's wrong? Nothing. You know, oh, gosh. It, these are all, these are all the artifacts of really frustrating relationships yeah. that you and I have shared Definitely. And, or had in the past. And I'm sure, you know, people who are listening to us have been in the same boat, but no. So, so again, what going back to, to why, you know, my confession of love to you is just that you're willing to meet me in that space when I legitimately need you to connect with me. Oh, so thank I you. I love that. So love that. Yeah. I really love that about you. Oh, well, I believe that uh, concludes our love fest for the day and uh, we'll see you in episode five. If you would like to reach out to us with any questions or comments or suggestions, we would love to hear from you. Or if you just want to say hi, send us an email at 100daysayearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's 100daysayearpodcast at gmail.com. Not 100, but just 100. Also, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our handle is 100daysayearpodcast. Go ahead and give us a follow.